Oh, my queens, this one's a hard one. These obsessive thoughts. I have so many clients come to me with this. I went through this. I remember not being able to concentrate at work, literally having to go to the bathroom and be like, okay, get it together, focus because of my narcissistic situation. Inside of it and even after we disconnected, it almost became worse in a different way, even though I was actually the one who broke it off with the narcissist. So cozy up, get a little drink, let's hang out, let's talk about how to stop these obsessive thoughts, how to help stop them. We can't stop them immediately right away, but there are a lot of ways to do that. Also, the podcast episode before this is more about why we have these obsessive thoughts, especially after a narcissistic abusive situation. So check that out either now or or save it and listen to it later. Stay tuned for five glorious ways to help us with these obsessive thoughts. Hey, queens, welcome to But Still She Thrives. Do you want to stop getting caught up in that wicked web of a creepy, crawly narcissist? Do you find yourself up late at night replaying the abuse you put up with and wondering how you can heal now? Do you wake up hoping for healthy relationships and peace only to feel totally exhausted and mind effed? Girl, I see you. I'm Christy. I too had to disconnect from toxic people in my life, and I wished I could undo the damage. I felt ashamed, lonely, and kind of lost, but I'm a stubborn Italian, and I refuse to give up. I found ways to recalibrate my mind and body more quickly than I thought, and can now share them with you. In this podcast, you will find coping tools, healing methods, and confidence boosters so you can trust yourself and find peace and freedom. So shields up, ladies. Let's go protect our peace. All right. So first of all, remember, give yourself grace and patience with this process. Nothing is overnight, but it is possible to undo this damage and find peace and freedom from narcissistic abuse. So the first thing I'm going to say, and this is one that helped me earlier on in the journey, especially when I had to just get out of my head immediately And that is changing your environment. And it sounds simple, but you've got to stir up that motivation to do it, first of all. You can't do it without doing it. But change your environment. I would literally go outside. Like I said, even if I was at work, if I couldn't get out of my head, I would be like, all right, I'm taking a little elevator ride down to the first floor and going outside just shaking it off, saying, you know, saying hi to people, even in the lobby of my office, whatever, kind of distracted my brain a little bit to break the cycle. So changing your actual environment, especially if you have time, you can go and hang out in nature, you can go for a run, pick up the phone, call a friend, don't talk about the narc, though, you've got to make decisions and choices too, right? So change your environment and change, change the thoughts, right? Like, Decide to talk about something else if you are going to call someone or watch a funny show. Like I said, get out, go to a store. I feel like it's a lot easier to get into our heads and really spiral down if we are sitting in our home alone in a quiet space, right? And over time, we will have to find other coping mechanisms. But in the very beginning, that was something super helpful. And it's something I still use today. I mean, in general, with life stresses, that is one of my go to things is to get outside, do something healthier than sitting in my little brain full of crazy thoughts. Okay. 
Number two, practicing mindfulness. If you've been following me, you know I'm a big fan for a reason of all the meditation, yin yoga specifically. Um, It's a practice that involves paying attention to the present moment, right? So by focusing on the present moment, you may be able to reduce the power of those intrusive thoughts related to the past abuse or current abuse. You may be listening to this if you are currently in this situation as well. So I'm trying to address everybody. Um, Mindfulness practices can include the meditation, deep breathing, you know, breath work, and yoga. Number three is using grounding techniques. So these can help you feel more connected, again, to the present moment and less overwhelmed by those thoughts. Some of these include breath work, right? It's the same sort of thing. It's, it's mindfulness, but it also is a physical activity that's going to ground you. Focusing on physical sensations, and I do this and talk about this with my clients. I even do this with my eight-year-old daughter when she's a little, she gets a little anxiety, especially she's kind of a perfectionist. Anybody relate? Anyone have perfectionism or kids that have perfectionism? Um, so sometimes with her schoolwork, I mean, literally, if she gets below a 90%, she, she gets a little anxious. So in the moment, we do the sensory activities, which is like, I do something like, okay, find something, a red, something that's the color red in the room. And then I want you to shut your eyes and smell. Is there any smell you can pick up? Then we do something with touch, maybe like, Find a very soft texture in the room or maybe find a, you know, more rough texture. Um, Then one of my favorites is because there's always some sort of noise, even if it's some sort of room noise or a fan or birds chirping, shutting your eyes. And I like to say find two sounds because there's usually more than one. And you can do this and you can repeat this and change it. You know, you can then look for something the color teal, like make it a little tricky. Um, But that is a grounding technique that I really like um, for any situation. But it does help you get out of that ruminating thought process as well. Number four, self-care. If you know me, can you hear my snap? Yes, I'm snapping with excitement. I love self-care. But taking care of yourself can help you feel more empowered and less overwhelmed by the intrusive thoughts. So activities of self-care can include exercise. This is an amazing one. This is why running, and for me, it's dancing. I love dance. Um, It's so therapeutic. You literally are forced to kind of get out of your mind and be paying attention to what you're doing. It's hard to think as deeply and ruminating while you are engaged in physical activity. So that's a huge one for me. Again, spending time in nature is taking care of yourself. Like getting that, sitting in gratitude in nature too, right? Like gratitude is so important in self-care because, and I and I do practices, not just what I'm grateful for and I pray, I'm a big God lady, Um, I pray and thank God, but I also practice gratitude for the things I have done. So it could be what are five things you're proud of this week, right? So that's your homework. I'm sticking homework in today. I want you to email me, and my email is always in the show notes, but it's fiercemamamac at gmail.com. I want you to just email me just two. We're going to start easy. Because I know this is hard when you're coming out of abuse. I want you to say 
two things you're grateful for that you did, you accomplished, your wins, okay? So email me that this week. Um, so definitely the gratitude, sitting in nature, and engaging in any hobbies you enjoy. What's something maybe you couldn't do anymore? Maybe you were in a narcissistic situation where you were being controlled or you were having to live for somebody else. You forgot who the hell you were. We're going to remind you. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for you 2.0. That's my jam, right? Ask any of my clients. Um, We want that 2.0 you that's like, yes, I am a queen. I know I'm a queen. Even if you don't feel like that right now, you are going to. If you work with me, oh, you're going to feel like a queen, lady. And what? where did you lose yourself? What, ha- what haven't you done that you loved to do years ago? Or maybe you just always thought, God, I would love to paint or I would love to knit or I would love to cook like more, you know, from scratch or bake more, whatever it is. There's so many freaking hobbies, photography, and there's group courses where you can meet people. So that's another really good way to nourish and self-care. So think about, is there a class you can sign up for now that it's just you and you get to decide to live for just you, you don't have to worry about someone else and walking on eggshells, what can you do? And despite, maybe it wasn't a romantic situation or one that had that much control. Maybe it was a sibling or a parent that you didn't live with. But just the dynamic of growing up with that, even in your childhood, you have a different way about you where you can develop people-pleasing mentality, right? So Let's please ourselves. Okay, that's a whole other episode. (laughs) That came out wrong. No, but you know what I mean. What can you do for you now? So also this week, try to think about what, what hobby can you pick up? Maybe you can join a class. I've gotten emails recently Uh, multiple people saying I inspired them to start doing more for themselves. And that makes me so happy. Keep it up. What can you do for you? Sign up for a yoga class. Sign up for a dance class. I'm going to be starting in the end of June. I'm going to be doing a hip hop dance class that actually has a performance at the end of the session. Do you know how queen I feel? (laughs) I'm a queen. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I've done hip hop dance since I was 14. And there were years I did not do that. And now I get to get back to it. And I am so excited. So yes. So make that part of your to-do list this week. Um, Find something where you can really self-care. And that includes finding something that you have lost or you never had but have been interested in doing. All right, number five, Uh, seek support. I would not be here today without the support of somebody who went through narcissistic abuse. I repeat again, I don't care if it's a therapist, I don't care if it's a life coach like yours truly, or a support group, make sure it is somebody who has gone through it. I cannot emphasize that enough. I first went to a therapist that said they knew about narcissistic abuse. I was so excited. I said, oh, good. I don't know. I don't think everyone knows about it. Uh, We were on (laughs) session one and it was horrendous. It just, it was not a match. And I said, have you been through narcissistic abuse? And he said, no, but I've studied it. And I said, 
Well, I think you need to study it more, which I mean, probably wasn't the best answer, but I'm feisty. I'm Christy. What can I say? Um, I was like, there needs to be a little more studying there because what he actually recommended for me was detrimental. And I knew that I'm very self-aware. I, I dig a lot. I research a lot. And I knew what he was telling me to do was not enough and could even be detrimental. So I encourage you to find someone who is familiar but not just familiar, but has gone through this type of abuse specifically. I, that being said, in therapy, you can do cognitive behavioral therapy and EMDR, which stands for eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. So those are successful things that you can do through therapy. Again, I do suggest doing them with someone who is very familiar with narcissistic abuse and has experienced themselves. Or some of my, actually a lot of my clients are doing therapy like that and then have me, are working with me to kind of make up for what their therapist isn't as experienced in. So the therapist might have that EMDR, which they can do, and they know which um, thoughts to help work through. But then as far as the narcissistic abuse specifically, my clients will be working with me to work through that stuff, right? And I do tapping and other, other therapies that can also help people through rewiring those thoughts. So if you do want to truly accelerate your healing path, this is my specialty. I'm running a half-off coaching for the month of May. If you sign up in May, that means you are grandfathered into this pricing for the, you know, if you buy a package of one month, three months, six months, whatever, a year to party it up with me, whatever it is, you are grandfathered into half off of that price, which is, I have not done that before. And I'm really excited. I'm here for it. But I am only doing it for two clients because just, I, I do have to profit in my business. So this is really, really a good value. Um, and I put a lot into my coaching. You can ask any of my clients. I have testimonials. Um, I'm in the weeds with you. I am in there and in between sessions, we do check-ins and I really, really care. And you are not just a number to me, you are a person and I want you to succeed. So I'm in it. I'm really, really in it. So you're going to get a lot of value. So you can sign up in my show notes. There will be a link there um, to schedule your first call. And don't forget, I also have an epic free meditation if you have not got it. It is a four-minute mood boosting meditation you are going to love that is in the show notes as well so i would love to work with you though Um, any questions always feel free to email me and i can't wait to help you find peace you deserve it so remember again that this healing is a process it's gonna take time but be patient kind to yourself as you work through this experience remember you are amazing you are smart as hell and you deserve to have a calm and joyful mind. So don't forget to subscribe. See you in the next episode.